Welcome y'all to Backwoods Obscura, a podcast dedicated to the lore, legends, and myths surrounding the creatures that may lurk in your backyard. My name's Hewitt. I'm Chris. Hey there, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing good. I think it's been a great week. I don't know why. Maybe it's just it's Friday, but I had a little bit of an issue with this particular monster because... You know, our whole podcast idea is that, oh, it's it's about, like, the backwoods creatures no one really talks about. And I was sitting here thinking I was smart. So, I, oh, yeah, the falcon monster. No one's really heard of that, right? Uh, except for when it was a nationally successful movie and has a whole cottage industry around the falcon monster. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't know much about it. Uh, and the movie you're talking about, I thought was fake. I, I thought it was like a spoof made on the era, but no, it's the real one. So, uh, yeah, t- tell me about this Falk monster. So, yeah, it was a movie. Uh, it was actually a docudrama. Basically, what they did was they interviewed a lot of people from the town and then reenacted a lot of the stuff and a lot of the people in that movie are actually people who experience things and actually some of them played themselves really that's that's actually kind of cool like yeah like again like when i saw this on netflix i i not netflix on uh amazon i uh hashtag not sponsored i i thought it was fake i thought it was like a riff track or like something goofy somebody did because it it seemed like somebody was trying to make a documentary about a movie that was a movie. Like, that's what I was getting. But also, this has been years since I watched that. Yeah. Okay, so before the movie, there was sightings of this creature. But it wasn't until the 1970s that it actually became, like, the creature. Like, literally called the creature or the swamp stalker. A little bit before then, people apparently call it the Jonesville monster. Because it was in Jonesville, Texas, apparently. A lot of those sightings are just your average, oh yeah, you see something moving in the woods, or something cross the road, or you see some hairy man at the edge of a lake, or something like that. That's just Knox Swing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's things where it's like boring, and it doesn't necessarily really bring much. The The event that really like kicked it off is a fairly unique event. Especially in regards to, like, cryptid events. But before we get to that, I want to talk about what is the falcon monster. Now, most people kind of think of it as, like, a Bigfoot-like monster. But that's kind of more of a post-movie development. As the legend kind of got intertwined with Bigfoot lore. Bigfoot was also getting pretty big at the time. So he he was doing monster truck shows all over the country around the same time. Damn it. It's not what we're talking about. Maybe we'll do an episode on him. On the truck, not not Bigfoot, though. One big thing with... Uh, I was about to say one big thing with Bigfoot. One big thing with the Falcon Monster is three toes. Three toes. This, this, was, the big, this was the big thing that separated it, although now it's being called into question. Which is weird saying, like, we're talking about cryptozoology, so it's kind of all in question, but... Well, but- with with the toes, tell tell me about the three toes, because like, does this look like somebody might have had like they were playing with a rifle and now they only got three toes type situation, or is it more of like a three prong out in the front alien kind of maybe well, a deformity? All the tracks look mammalian, 
Which means, like, if this was a thing, very unlikely, very, very unlikely to evolve that way. Or it might have been, like, a genetic thing. Like a genetic deformity. Uh, which can happen. Cleft hands, cleft feet are a thing. Although I don't know, like, how well people with that condition can walk, necessarily. But I guess it doesn't matter too much. Do not, nobody out there body shame this monster. No, no. Or this, this uh, Mo- monster's judging. Monster is judging. No, nobody go out there and judge this uh, this potential creatures. This non confirmed entity. Yeah, don't body <laughs> shame. Don't body shame the North American ape. Okay, thing. so aside from that, uh, it's it has like a very peculiar hunch. Usually having one shoulder higher than the other, almost like a, a swamp thing esque sort of gait as it like moves around it's said to have like a large chest and like from pectoral to pectoral is like three or four feet and like weird proportions smaller legs bigger arms you just described the beast titan from attack on titan yeah i mean sure i haven't seen attack on titan well i've only seen the first season but it was like when it first came out so i remember nothing like it, it does kind of have like ape-like qualities. Like it has like the hair, the hair, and like it's always said to have like a human-like face or an ape-like face. But once it came into the mainstream, that's when it really started kind of merging with the Bigfoot lore, and then it just became like Falk Arkansas's own Bigfoot. Uh, even like if you look at pictures of the Monster Mart in Falk Arkansas. They have a literal monster mart. I mean, the Falk monster looks like Bigfoot, which I think is kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that because it kind of takes away the identity a bit when you look at like older depictions or older descriptions of the creature. And now it's like, oh, it's a Bigfoot. It's like, okay. (laughs) Because it didn't even, they didn't even like the three-toed thing is like the unique thing. But even now when they put that into dispute, and they have this whole thing. Now it has five toes, apparently. Like, there's a there's this whole deal with the toes. So, hold on. So, in Falk, would there be, like, an argument between, like, does it have three, does it have five? Like, are there, like, is this, like, the high school football rivalry? Like, one one group of cryptozoologists is, like, three toes. And that was, like, fuck you, five. Well, no, it's more, it's more, like... I think a lot of it was people taking advantage of the situation. Like, there was a soybean farmer. He was either a soybean farmer or he was a gas station employee. And he, quote, found some tracks with three toes. And, like, immediately after that happened, he was selling, like, plaster replicas. So people kind of suspect he might have... Might have done a fake Zoexy. Yeah, yeah. And there's supposedly newer tracks recently that show five toes, which, sure. I mean, I would assume whatever the Falk monster was is probably dead by now, but... Yeah, unless there's a thriving population, possibly. Well, then the three toes could have been just a weird genetic mutation. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, the the Falk monster, the, the one in the incident, is probably dead at this point. But let's get to the actual event, which I think... Like, I like this event because it's very personal. So, like, not not your usual cryptid sighting of, like, the trees and the yeah. bunch of noises and stuff, but... Yeah, it, it's like coming face-to-face with it. 
Man, that would be a tall person because isn't this thing supposed to be like seven foot tall? Uh, anywhere from seven to nine feet. I, again, it's like they st- it starts at like six to seven feet tall. And as the legend gets bigger, they're like nine, ten, eleven feet tall. Kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes it scarier because like if it's twice the size of you, that's immediately terrifying. Yeah. I mean, shit, something seven feet tall is immediately terrifying, honestly. But the main story, the one that, like, kind of jumped this off, and the one that got into the newspaper that eventually went national, was a story of Bobby and Elizabeth Ford, who had just moved into their home that week. They had not even been in the house a week. They started hearing all this, like, rustling and all this other thing around the house, like, for days. Like, it, like as soon as they walked uh, walked in the door, there was, like, things going on. There was a time when Elizabeth Ford was resting on her couch. Mm-hmm. And when she saw what she thought was a bear, uh, initially. That's, reach, that's terrifying on its own, though. Yeah, not, which not, is not terrifying to, on its not own. Not trying to cut you off. A bear at the window to me is just as terrifying as like a, a cryptid, because that's a bear. Yeah, I mean it's. A, a, let's be real, Bigfoot bear, descriptive wise, you wouldn't want to run into either. But she sees this big hairy arm reaching into the window, and from there she sees this large silhouette of a creature with red eyes, or red eye shine. Whatever you want to say. She said it was as big as silver dollars. This prompted uh, Bobby and some uh, family to go out and look for the creature. And they ended up finding him. Or finding it. And shooting at it. But despite saying they hit it. That never saw any blood. Never saw any hair or anything like that. The only thing they found were. Well at least in one telling of the story they did find three toe tracks this is why i say like the three toe track is kind of contrary because when it comes to this particular event i don't think i don't think they were really like lying or anything they had no reason to lie but there's also that bit where it's like later on people well could could the three toes have been added to the story later on or did they actually say that well you see that that's another thing i did read some somewhere else or did watch something somewhere else where it talked about three toe tracks came in later during production of the movie and then was added into the movie but and they just kind of arranged things around a bit so no matter what they did find some evidence of something being there like scratch marks things being rustled and everything no blood though uh later on i will say the uh timeline for this gets kind of messed up again we're talking about going from a movie like a docudrama to other later renditions of the tale. So I'm notice like with a lot of these things, I'm noticing a sort of like game of telephone between everything. Uh, with Bobby, he goes out one night and he actually has a one-on-one close-up encounter with this Falk monster. So like, okay, like the way you said it for a second, it's like he had a one-on-one. I'm like. Walking out of the woods, the farmer, sup, bro? No. Oh no, they had a they had a nice they had a nice like little dinner together. No, did they, wait, hold on. They went to the one good restaurant and fought. The if there is a good, they probably just have a Waffle House, which is fine actually. I would go to a Waffle House That's with right the Falcon Monster. Yeah, I would go to the Waffle House with the Falcon Monster. You know what? This is the, a 
a date with Bigfoot to Waffle House sounds like the setup for a Monster of the Week game. Kinda, yeah. But to get back to what I was talking about, the uh, Falk Monster. Basically, he came face to face with the Falk Monster, and it grabbed him. And but he was able to nudge it off and just run in the house. Apparently, he went to the hospital for uh, minor cuts and bruises. And a little bit of shock, obviously. And shortly after all of this transpired, which I think was in the course of a couple of weeks, uh, they they fucking noped out of there. To the, be fair, port, yes, yeah, like. yeah. The thing is, too, it's like they not only had to deal with like something stalking around their house, they had to deal with like locals and like other people badgering them about it and maybe even making fun of them about it so they just were like nah i'm good we're, we're gone but this singular event like over any other event because a lot of the events are just i see something wow in the woods that's weird that's crazy or you go back and like check footage from something and like there was something in the background you didn't notice at the time or... yeah this one actually feels like like even if you have like a, like I could see an explanation for it, like a rational explanation, but I can also see, you know, having so many up close and personal encounters with whatever this creature is, I could see like this actually being something. And not to mention, I, I, I believe the, the forts are fairly credible in terms of like... I mean, it it's not like anybody was like trying to get out. Like they couldn't pay their house note or the stuff. That not the, that I like, know of. Like the people at the the Amityville Horror House were accused of that kind of thing. Um, no, uh, there's actually nothing like that. Everything I heard, it was just the Fords were like, "This happened. We just moved here. We moved. They didn't just move. They moved out of Falk. So like they 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 straight up just said, "Nah, that not not even here." Yeah, they're just no. We're not even going to stay here. After that, it, the news of this kind of spread nationwide, and eventually... Man, I miss slow news days. Yeah, I know, right? It, look, wouldn't it be great if we had a slow news day today and, like, all of a sudden a Bigfoot story or, like, a Rougarou story popped up somewhere and that made national news and that's what we all focused on? Kind of like murder hornets back yeah. in, like, 2020. Yeah, just it, ha it, have something that's not necessarily, like... As that doesn't fill you with as much existential dread as like the 24-hour news cycle does. Yeah. It would be nice just to be like, oh, hey, in this small town, there's a Bigfoot. That would be fun. And that's going to also drive up the tourist industry because yeah. people, especially us, millennials, yeah. especially elder millennials, like, what, Bigfoot town that's, what, two hours, three hours away? Yeah, this one's actually like, well, not to dox us, it's about uh, about two hours away from us. So, I mean, like, that's like that's a Saturday trip. Yeah. This is right outside of Texarkana. So. Hey. Future trip. We'll go, see. Go to the Monster Mart. We'll, we'll see about that because there's some things about Falk. Well, we'll get into that. So, after these events got national attention, they got the, they got the attention of a man named Charles B. Pierce. Uh set director and up-and-coming director in uh, Hollywood. I don't know if he was actually in Hollywood. We just say Hollywood as like like a uh, kind of catch-all for like filmmakers. Mm -hmm. So he decided to make a movie on the Legend of Boggy Creek, or the Falcon one. 
came down, got a bunch of people together to film. He got everyone involved to do reenactments. Some of the people were actually reenacting some of the things that happened to them. Came down to the town, did that, released the movie. It was a resounding success. And before you know it, so many people were coming to Falk, Arkansas to see the monster, to look for it and everything kind of you can you can kind of see in this scenario now there's like one side of town maybe like this is cool i like this i more money coming in and then the other side's like please stop going on my lawn with a shotgun looking for the monster i appreciate if i didn't find you in my out behind my house yeah like, but with the with the with the folk monster bait that you got probably hmm. at the the monster mart. Yeah, apparently before the movie, it it got pretty bad. There was like hysteria about the falc monster and everything, and there was actually a bounty put on the falc monster. They oh. put a bounty on the falc monster's head. Oh shit! You got? I want to hear more about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing really came of it. Uh, just a lot of more people carrying guns, and it got so bad that they were like. Y'all need to stop carrying so many guns around. It's time for once in a southern town, the the sheriff was like, "We need to chill out with the guns." We need we we have some gun control issues right now. It's like y'all are looking for something that no one can confirm. Y'all are y'all are all hopped up on ghost stories with guns. Chill out. So eventually, you know, they rescinded that and everything. But it started bringing a lot of tourism into the town. And uh, a lot of people didn't like it it's not because, you know, it's a small town. This is a a town of only, I think it was only about 600 people at the time. Wow. Yeah, so it was a very, I mean, it's a very small town. That, that's how many kids I have at my school. Yeah. So there was a lot of people that didn't like it. As you can imagine, it's a small Southern town. In Arkansas specifically. In Arkansas specifically. So yeah, from there, they're just, I don't really want to get too far into it. Like, we could go back into like the Falk Monster later on because there's just so much there. I mean, we could actually do a, uh, we'd actually just do like a review podcast on all five or all six of the fucking movies. That actually would be pretty fun. Like, go ahead and yeah. watch them later S- on. And... Some some of the names are amazing. Okay, tell tell me about these. Tell, shoot, fire, fire away. I, 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 okay, so there's the legacy of Boggy Creek. That I mean, that's normal. Boggy Creek: The Legend Is True, which is not about the the Falcon Monster. It's about some other animal, or I think specifically about the skunk ape in Texas. So it it's based in Texas. It's not about the Falcon Monster, but it has Boggy Creek in the name. Who knew? There's actually two sequels to Boggy Creek. Technically, there's Return to Boggy Creek, which isn't a direct sequel, but it's related. And then there's the Boggy Creek Two: The Legend Continues, which is actually a direct sequel to the film. Huh. I'm starting but, yeah. to get. I'm starting to get like some of the uh, of the like the Living Dead. Type things like the, a little bit, like not like the night of. I don't know how trademarked the Falcon Monster, the Legend of Boggy Creek is because it. I, I mean, it's hard to. I, I I would suspect Boggy Creek is kind of hard to. I don't know. I don't Maybe know, I'm. Uh, hold on, Chris. Let's make you and I. Let's make a new one. 
We'll, we'll call it the Legend of Boggy Creek. Uh, the creature rolls the dice, and we take the Falk Monster to Vegas. That, that's a bit. That's a bit. Uh, that's a bit of a mouthful. I think. How about the continuation of the legacy of Boggy Creek? Is that another part one that, three? That's is that actually one of the names? No, I just made uh, that okay. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the latest one, not really related to like the sequel, is actually a, a legit documentary called the Boggy Creek Monster. You actually can find this on YouTube. It's I did I used some of this for my research, uh, which is where I got some of the conflicting information I got from earlier stuff. Because he, this is the uh, information I got was said that you know the whole three toed versus five toed thing. That's where all that comes from. But yeah, it was a good documentary. I recommend people go checking it out. It's from the uh, Small Town Monsters channel. Uh, it's really good. So, let's get into theories. Specifically, one theory. So, what is the Falk monster really? A bear. Yeah, it, I mean, we knew it was coming. I mean, that's what they think Bigfoot is, well, right? I'm not, I'm not saying, like, a bear, raw bear in the woods bear. I'm talking about, like, somebody's big hairy uncle that's just out in the woods that's a bear. Oh, Dan, get out of the woods! I'm just trying to find love. You don't find love in the woods like that. Get out of the woods. You know what? Now we know how the beginning of our <laughs> version of the Boggy, the Boggy Creek Monster movie starts. It's cold out there. Your nips are like getting too hard. Get out of there. I mean, they're, they are pretty red, but I, you know what? I, you know, I'm just going to go for a walk. I'll be fine. It's like, oh man, it's cold. Oh, there's an open window and I see a blanket. <laughs> Oh, no. That's how it all starts. <laughs> so lots of evidence point to the misidentification of bears. I mean, for one, let's get this out of the way. Bears are a lot more common now here in the South than they were, like, what was it, 50 years ago? Because of conservation efforts. Yeah. To, to bring, especially and, the, the Louisiana black bear that's common to the entire area down here. Yeah. So looking it up, I actually looked it up. So there's about 4,000 to 6,000 bears now in all of Arkansas. Back then, there was about four to 600. So, you know, the further back you go, the less bears there are. But there are things that kind of show this might be a bear. One big thing is that bears can stand upright really well. And in fact, they're good at walking. Like, they're really good at it. Like, no, seriously, I go on YouTube and I see these fucking bears just walking through neighborhoods. Usually they do this because their front paws are injured, but they'll walk through and just, they just look like they're strolling, even though I'm like, oh, the bears hurt. Poor guy. Also, it's, it's one of those things people, especially down here because of the black bear, is most black bears people see mm. are not full grown. They're not, they're not big. Yeah. Like, most people see me like, oh, it's a little fuck, but bear. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, but if you, that's not a full-grown black bear, black bears can get up to almost eight foot tall. Yeah, depending well, on the subspecies, and even then, a lot of people again you see a black bear and it's like four foot at the shoulders, kind of you're like oh, and then it stands up and you realize oh shit, that thing's over six foot. Yeah, and that goes back to just talking about a black bear standing up. People saying that the legs were shorter than the arms. Mm -hmm. 
that would uh, do Bears that. Bears also have a natural hunch when they're, when yeah. they're standing on the back legs because their their head rolls. Yeah, their, their neck doesn't, and, and they just got naturally large bodies. Like that, that would also explain the three foot wide chest. Yeah. So there's also the problem, or not really a problem. There's also the fact that like. Despite we didn't talk about this, this is my bad. Uh, the reddish brown coat mm-hmm. that that the Falk monsters apparently have, black bears can have that too. Yeah, like it, it's not actually that uncommon. It's it's really weird because there are brown bears that are black in fur, and there are also brown bear species that are, or, or black bear mm-hmm. species that are brown in fur. It it's just it's one of those bad naming things in English. Because like there there are I think it's like Kodiaks. Kodiaks can have a fur that's so dark it looks black. Yeah, and they're but they're a brown bear. Yeah, and the and, and a big thing too is just like you see a lot of the behavioral stuff of bears. One one kid said he saw the falc monster near a lake or near a creek. I don't think it was a lake, but it was near a creek, and said it was sniffing the air, which. That's a bear. While bears tend to roam during the day, sometimes they will try to roam at night if they're trying to avoid people or if they're trying to avoid other wildlife and they just kind of want to find an easy meal in the dark. And they have red eyes shine sometimes. So, Are you telling me bears are Sith? Yeah, bears are Sith. But yeah, so there is a lot to point to that the Ford's encounters could have like very likely have been bears but there's something about like this kind of goes into that uh idea it's like how much experience in the wilderness and how much familiarity with wildlife do you need to have before you can kind of instantly identify something like there are people in falc that i would say like generally don't especially around the time when they really started popping off. When do those those people that spend their days in the woods and actually know how to identify things? So when do their experiences come? Like, oh, I can. That's not a bear. I could. I know what a bear is. Like, if I were to see something, like, I, 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 on one hand, I could see myself getting like freaked out enough. If I were like face to face with the bear. I would probably misidentify it. But at the same time, if I'm spending a lot of time in the woods, I would probably know how bears act and how they move and well, I mean, how they behave. You, yeah, outdoors, folks that are more outdoorsy. Yeah. Definitely would. You and me go into the woods, I guarantee half hour, hour, we've seen something that freaks us out and that we're going to opt to. Uh, it, it, unless it's like a campground we're going to. Yeah. But uh, it's one of those, like, if it was a campground to go to, we'd be fine. But, like, if we were just hiking out, like, we're going to go to a national park. Yeah. And we're not going to go to a regular campground. There, you know, the places allow free camping. And yeah. I'm going to you an hour. We're going to see something we don't know and freak out about and be like, the car's that that way. Let's let's uh, yeah. let's GPS our way back to the vehicle yeah. and and we're while, in a cabin. <laughs> while a lot of the people either, I think they're full of shit. Or I think they might have misidentified things. Like, I could see people misidentifying things running across the road. I mean, that's probably a bear just on its hind legs running across the road. Well, also, but, as quick as a bear might run across the road, if you're not paying attention, your brain does play tricks on you with shapes. 
Yeah, like there was a account where it's like an army guy going through Falk, heading to like I guess heading to like a base. Said it was he saw a wild man. Like was that a bear? Or was that an actual just naked dude just walking through? I don't know. But I'd be I'd rather it be a bear than a naked dude running through the woods. Personally, that's fair. At least you know the bear's supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. Like if there's just a naked dude running through the woods, like ah, I'd be mm-hmm. like um. I'm just going to, but yeah. keep, going to keep going. But yeah, to this day, the Falk monster is a fixture in the town, whether it's real or fake or what have you, somewhere in between. But yeah, it's a it's an interesting story, and it's something I would like to get back into because there is actually a lot of stuff there, like getting into Smoky Crabtree's whole thing. We didn't get into that. There's so much shit to get into just in this subject. Uh, I would like to get into, but yeah, what did you think? It's That's really cool. Like, I mean, like I said, I when you started describing it, I was like, oh, wait, I watched something like this. It was on Amazon. And then finding out that this was real, not like some mockumentary type thing, or like I said, like a Rift Tracks type thing. Yeah. That's really cool. And finding out that, you know, hey, here's a cryptid that has a fan club, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Two hours away, there's, that might yeah. be neat. Uh, it might it would just be us, though. Yeah. Because I read on... I did read on on Wikipedia, which has an 85 to 90% accuracy, no matter what you think. It's more accurate than most encyclopedias. That it was a sundown town. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's but why I was like... That, that's, to be fair, that's not a... It's not uncommon. And look, I'm not trying to disparage the good folk of Falk. But there's a history. There, There is a history, and in one of the documentaries, in the Boggy Creek Monster documentary, he states that some of the, uh, he, he used flowery language, but he said that they described the Falk Monster in ways that are, that we wouldn't today, and I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, no, we can, I, I, I see, mean? I can read between the lines there. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, were so, they, were, <laughs> uh, like were you being racist to the falc monster is this what's going on they, they were being racist don't be racist to the falc monster please don't be racist just don't be racist yeah that that's a good one too that that's actually way better don't body shame and don't be racist <laughs> so that that's the falc monster awesome that, yeah. thanks man that was that was a really cool thing to learn yeah oh. And we'll be back whenever we do this again. Or we don't know. We we haven't scheduled these out. Yeah, so. we're. Yeah, so uh, it's Tuesday, every Tuesday. We're still figuring this out. This mm-hmm. is uh. By the time you hear this, we will probably have figured something out. It'll new. probably be like the sixth episode or something. Something like that. Uh, anyway, uh, if you want to find out more, you can uh, see some of the other things we do with Team Bonus Action on TeamBonusAction.com. Or on Facebook, YouTube, Threads, Instagram as Team Bonus Action, and on Twitch as Team Bonus Bonus Action. Or you can find us on Twitter at Bonus Underscore Team. So, uh, I guess y'all have a good one. Y'all have a good day. Or night. Or one of those.